Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for all the latest fight action. Direct from Wales in the United Kingdom. 100% live. It's Big Fight Weekly. With your hosts, Chris Hume and Stu Palmer. I'm looking to the mirror and all I see is failure. Hello, welcome to this Thursday evening for episode 47 of Powered4.tv Big Fight Weekly with myself, Stuart Palmer, and my co-host and cousin Chris. You might all be Chris this week. I've been good. Week off, nice and chilled and relaxed, uh, boast about, you know, uh, doing this show and cracking on with some good fight conversation. Absolutely. We've got a lot to get through this week. We're going to open tonight's order of business with Saturday night's fight in the boxing between Kel Brook and Amir Khan and Chris. What a performance from Kel Brook. Absolutely fantastic. Power personified. Khan couldn't really lay a glove on him. Uh, the end was nigh. You could just tell. You could just tell us the rounds were going on, couldn't you, Chris? The statement of intent was there from Kel Brook. And as we said in the headline there, just a vicious vicious KO, TKO of Amir Khan, Chris, to settle a decade-long feud. Yeah, um, I, I didn't think, when I was speaking to you this uh, before we came, we came on live, um, I, I think Khan hit, you know, one big shot on Kell Brook, the whole, the, whole, the whole entire fight, you know, when it was, when it was a live sort of thing. Um, I thought Kell Brook was a lot more measured. I thought Khan was very uh, erratic, you know, obviously trying to use his pace to get in, but uh, every time he sort of came in, it, Kelbrook got the measure with him, didn't he, with the straight jabs, uh, which we saw in the first round when he caught Amir Khan. And Amir Khan's chin, obviously, as we all know and well, we all know how bad the chin is. It sort of, you know, it brought everyone back into mind how bad his chin was, um, which you could see straight away, put him on the back foot. I think he was then more frightened, uh, uh, more frightened to sort of engage pretty much with Kelbrook then. And every time he sort of tried to, he got caught. And you could see that um, Amir Khan, as the rounds went, went on, he was sort of turtling in, wasn't he? I think also the, the, the evident thing was Cal Brook, Cal Brook's the bigger man. You can tell he's gone up to middleweight as well. Very imposing, looked look good, looked good, you know. Uh, but yeah, I, I had I had Calm winning over 12 rounds, but uh, yeah, I was wrong. I held my hands. Uh, I was wrong. I'm a fan like everybody else. I'm not a fighter. I don't pretend to be a fighter. I'm a fan. You know, watched boxing for many, many years, you know, 30 years now. But yeah, um, what next for Brook? That's the thing, isn't it, Chris? Because we're hearing Chris Eubank Jr. And then Kel Brooks turned around and said, we'll be fighting at 155, not 160, which is the middleweight limit. So it's almost like Brooks, Brooks telling him how it's going to be. But, uh, you know, Chris Eubank Jr., he's a draw himself as well, Chris. Yeah, um, it'd be an interesting fight. Obviously, we saw uh, Eubank Jr. against uh, Liam Williams short what short week or so ago um was fantastic in the first four rounds and then sort of switched off didn't he in the in the, in the next sort of four or five rounds after that a comfortable win against liam williams but 
he could have made it easier, couldn't he? I think he switched off after sort of dropping him a few times. Um, it'd be an interesting fight. I think that music, bit... that music still playing in the background. I know you can't hear it on your side. That's it. Oh, that's nice. Very, Definitely. very faintly, very faintly, but it might might go. annoy the might annoy the viewers that one. Um, yeah. yeah I Sorry, think I jumped in then. I jumped no. in. I apologise. It's fine. I think Calbrook can beat uh, Chris Bank, uh, Eubank Junior. If I'm honest, I, I think I, I, think, I, I think actually I better not predict anything because I get it wrong. But yeah, I I would be leaning towards Calbrook. I think yeah, you know, time time will tell on that one. Also, you know, we we were big proponents of Connor Ben. Me and yourself, you know, we think he's going to be fantastic. But you know, the, the stuff, the stuff for him at welterweight to do yet before there's just names. It's the typical thing, isn't it? There's just That's, names getting thrown. I don't think it's like I think Kelbrook can beat Eubank Junior. I don't think he he mm. beats uh, Conor Ben. I don't think he beats Conor Ben. I think Conor Ben's just he's, he's is, a ferocious guy. Here's one for you on that. Is that Khan done? Why not Conor Ben versus Khan? But then, I think, oh, I'm hearing, no. I'm hearing, I'm hearing like you know, Whitrins that like is calm. Then, I think if I'm honest with you, Con should be Con should like you know, take what he, you know, the money he's got from this fight against Kelbrook. Yeah, he got beaten by the better man. Um, it doesn't look like they were anywhere levels near each other. Um, I th- and I think you know, take into what the history and what he's done for the boxing, what he's done for the career, and I think he should just ride it right off to the sunset now. I think he takes any more fights and that chin gets tested anymore. It's, it's going to be very, very difficult for him going forward. And he got, he's got to look after himself as well, outside of boxing, taking any more punishment like that. You know I mean? He doesn't want any sort of what, what would be, prolonging what would be, You know, what would be the point, really? He's made that many millions. Like, there's just no... There's just no, there's no there's, I don't... I, I think the desire... I think the desire will be gone as it, as it pertains to, to Amir Khan anyway. But yeah, hello, Isaac. Down in Norwich there. Hello, mate. And he's with his daughter, Orla. Hi, Orla. Hope you're behaving for your dad. Khan, as usual, was a massive letdown. After the second round, he looked scared as a badger in the headlights. Yeah, Isaac, just, uh, yeah, he absolutely. Did. I mean, we all went for Khan. We all went for Khan last week as well. <laughs> Isaac included. Yeah, um, but you're the boxing guy, so the armistice yeah. is on you. You should know no, better. No, no, hey, I hold my hands up, mate. I, yeah, I, I, got it. I, I got it absolutely wrong. Well and truly, well and yeah, truly. We, we said this uh, off camera when we did when we did Nunes, and we got we I got that wrong myself. These things, Chris. Happen. Chris, that was just if there was ever a shock, that was the no, one, wasn't yeah. it? Because Nunes, you know, whoever whoever put money on Pena that night, they're, they're a very rich person because that was oh, just yeah. so that was so wide pre-fight. But yeah, I'm just looking at records. Kelbrook forty and three. And they're calling in the same token 34 and 6. So you look how many matches they've had between them. You know, that's quite that's quite a lot of matches, isn't it? And you know, there's been years of inactivity as well from both, hasn't there? Yeah. I know COVID's played a factor in more recent times, but you know, Khan Khan was fantastic at Olympic level for Team GB as well. And then we've got another Isaac. I caught in the Khan hype. Yeah, I really thought he was gonna dance around him and use his speed, but he couldn't get the shots off. It but you know what he did. You know, you know what he did well is he sold himself very well. You know when the gloves are off and then him and Kel Brooks were talking. He, he sold him. He sold himself really well. Um, you know that people probably did think of. I think Khan's going to win this, and he, he's probably doing a good job in that way. That he sold it that well that people are thinking, yeah, he's going to win. But he listened. He had about a minute in that fight where he looked very good, and after, as soon as Kel Brook clipped him on that jaw and he went wobbly street, it, that was it. Then he was that was done. I've heard some people saying the towel was in early, but it was the same thing that was happening in the earlier rounds. It was the exact same outcome. Uh, he was They had to, because it, it could have been dangerous, that, couldn't it, the amount of shots he was taking. Yeah. You get into rounds, you get into rounds seven and eight. That's Khan's health, you know, future health, isn't it? You know, that that's the ref, the ref's experienced as well. You know, he's, he's seen... He's taken a lot of punches and heavy punches. Yeah, of course he has. Some people, I didn't agree with that, that, that it was thrown in early. I, you yeah. know, people... I think it was the right... Was That's right. people's perception, isn't it? Which is fine. But yeah, we look forward to seeing what happens with Kel Brook now. So that, you know, it's good. He, he's back now. I'm sure he's going to take a lot of fights, which is good. You know, he, former world champion as well. So we'll look forward to that in the coming months, Chris. Uh, anything else before we move on to UFC I, I fight think, night results? I think we can obviously just touch on Khan, you know, what he should do now. is Maybe he'd be a good pundit now. Um He's done, which he's done a lot, you know, uh, over the years for Sky, yeah, you know, BT and that. He's always been at shows and stuff. He's he's done. He's he's had a fantastic career. 
can't fit our way from the guy. That'd be good for him to do, yeah. you know, and, and, and train up the next slot of people coming through. You know, he's he got speaks a well. He yes. speaks yeah. well. He speaks well too. To be fair to the bloke, you know, yeah, I'm, I'm with you on that. I think, yeah, full like like full time punditry, definitely. Yeah. Any anything else before UFC fight night, Chris Hilton Walker? Absolutely. Uh, yeah. We're gonna jump. We're gonna jump from UFC and boxing tonight a little bit, rather than having yeah. half the show dedicated to MMA, half the show dedicated to boxing. So yes, Hill Chris, who I didn't know too much about him beforehand. You know, we were speaking last week. You knew plenty about him, what he was about. What a KO, Chris! What a knockout right to the cranium. <laughs> he was gone, wasn't he, Johnny Walker, Chris? Yeah. Um. You know, what to be honest with you? I mean, I thought Johnny Walker started the fight off pretty well. Um. He he, he got. Jamal Hill on the back foot instead of Jamal Hill putting him on the back foot. But obviously, we, if you see in the later rounds, Jamal Hill switched that round and had Johnny Walker on the back foot. Hence why he was able to sort of finish him because uh, Johnny Walker is not very good off the back foot. But in the first couple of, we say the first three minutes, no, yeah, two and a half minutes, three minutes of the fight, you know, Johnny Walker was taking the initiative and he, he was he was drawing John, uh, Jamal Hill into his leg kicks and in his overhanded right because you could see it coming. And it was fantastic to listen to Dominic Cruz and commentary, Stuart. Because every time, like uh, early on, Johnny Walker was going to throw something. Dom- Dominic Cruz p- called it at about two seconds before he, he threw the actual punching kick. But obviously, we all know how good uh, Dominic Cruz is on commentary. You know, uh, one of the best in the world. So uh, it was good to hear him back on it. But besides that, yeah, Jamal sort of sort of soaked up everything Johnny Walker, you know, threw at him. And then when he turned the tide on him, is when he, he was putting Johnny Walker on his back foot, and and he, you could hear in a um, some, I can't remember who it was in his um, in the, in the corner for him saying you know circle out circle out, but he didn't circle out and he kept on getting caught and this is where Jamal Hill um, turned it on. But the the finish was weird. If you watch it back, I watched it back today and the pictures sort of give you some sort of what sort of connection it was. But it slid on the side of his temple, so it wasn't like yeah. a complete crack. It slid on the top of the side of his temple, and you know he did this like Mexican wave, but he fell backwards, being yeah. you know. It- didn't look it didn't look the cleanest did it but it was there was enough there like you say you know you think it was on the ground i think that finished yeah 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 it was like it was the flight it was like the punch but the elbow came in after the punch Mm -hmm. he sort of connected with the punch but elbowed him you know when he was on the ground and obviously you know as jamal was called sweet dreams he he gave johnny walker some sweet dreams um in the end of that fight um but yeah it was it was just a weird sort of connection of that uh, the shot that Jamal Hill hit uh, Johnny Walker with because, like I say, it was like doing a Mexican wave but falling backwards. He was a goner. Yeah, uh, but I don't see where Johnny Walker goes from this now um, because he's had some terrible knockouts in his UFC career and before he was in UFC as well. He had some couple of nasty ones early on in his career. Um, these sort of knockouts you don't really come back from. I know you could say that Mike, Mike Bisping came back from Dan Henderson's, but it was quite early on in his career. Um, I think Jamal Hill looks, looked really, really good. You know, the first time I proper saw Jamal Hill was against Paul Craig, and Paul Craig finished him. He says TKO, but he broke his arm as well in, in the midst of a, like a, sort of a takedown. Um, but it shows you how good Paul Craig is becoming in, um, in the light heavyweight division. Um, but yeah, it was it was an interesting fight. Like I said, that this finish was just really obscure. How the connection and then how Johnny Walker fell. But you know, kudos to Jamal Hill. He moves he moves forward, and Johnny Walker. I feel like maybe needs to sort of reevaluate his um, his fighting career. It's I think it's the old switcheroo on the rankings there as well because Hill was twelve, Walker was ten. So I think that's yeah. a straight that's a straight switch. So he's he's getting into the uh, heady waters of the top ten now, Chris, isn't he? You know, bigger, bigger, uh, bigger opponents on, on the horizon. But yeah, 10, 10 and 1 and 1 no contest now for Hill. Johnny Walker, Chris, 80, 18 and 7. But that's he's had a lot of losses, hasn't he? As you say, as you said earlier, you know, a lot of consecutive losses. His style, though, you know, I mean, you see with Johnny Walker, you he either knocks you out or you knock him out, really. Um, obviously, the Tiago Santos fight, um, we covered just before Christmas, I think, when they fought, I think it was, uh, yeah, round about then. It was quite the. They didn't really want to sort of engage. They frightened that each one of them could knock each other out. So, you know, Jamal Hill did engage. And so what happens when you do engage with someone that can hit you? Absolutely, yeah. So we look forward to seeing what happens with Jamal Hill in the future. Could be the end of Johnny Walker in the UFC. And moving on, Chris. Are we moving on to one of the veterans of the UFC now? Yeah, we are, Yes, Yes, we are. Yes, indeed. Jim Miller 
demolishes Nicholas Mutta by knockout. Ties the record for most wins in the UFC. Chris, I've done a bit of uh, I've done a bit of fact finding on him as well with all these stats, you know. So he's 23 and 15 with one no contest now, and that was his 39th fight. Jim Miller's 39th fight in the UFC. Uh, 23rd octagon victory. So he's tied on that now, Chris, isn't he, with the UFC? Mm -hmm. And we've got 21 lightweight victories, which is re record as well, and 14 finishes at lightweight, and most submission attempts in UFC history at 45. So, yeah, I'm racking off some stats there for uh, UFC vet Jim Miller. And uh, at 38, Chris, he's, he's, doing, he's doing superb, isn't it? It must be said for all his years. Yeah. That's two fights he's won um, by punches, not by submission uh, mm. or, you know, just an outright decision win. Um you know, he's, he's beating up these young guys, which, you know, you can see where UFC are doing here. If you can get past Jim Miller, then there's something about you. Um, obviously, the last two people that Jim Miller fought, Gonzalez and uh, Mota now, have just have, just can't get past someone like him. But I feel like, you know, he's he's not got that much pressure on him now, has he? You know what I mean? He's fighting these guys, and I feel like it's less pressure. He's not fighting for a belt. He's not fighting for a, a ranking. He's fighting because he's, he just wants to fight. Um, you know, he loves to fight, and it, it's great to see. Um, as you said, when we covered him in this last one, he's having his Indian summer. Absolutely. He's having yeah. an Indian buddy all around summer, isn't he? Um, Fantastic. Yeah, it's great really to see. Really good. I was looking um, through I was looking through his record as well early on. He went undefeated. He, I think he lost his first one in the UFC. And then he went on a he went on a tear, Chris. I think it was like seven or eight fights in a row that he mm. reeled off. Then he had four losses, more latterly, he had four consecutive losses. So he's had quite the mixture, isn't he? But it's you know it goes to show when you're in the top promotion in the world, you know it's still it's still ups fantastic. and downs, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. As as he had ups and downs, I tell mm. you. No, you don't know. forget, don't forget, Stuart. He's got a big one here, and he's got a submission win over the current light heavyweight. Oh, sorry, lightweight champion in Charles mm. Oliveira. Um, you know, you tell me how many people? Yeah, I, he did lose a couple of times in submissions. Uh, Anthony Pettis um, submitted. Um, was Oliveira, but Jim Miller was the first one to do it in the UFC. Mm. Once Charles, you know, when Charles was sort of learning his craft, um, but obviously you see how well Charles Oliveira is doing now with like lightweight champion. You know, he's just he's beating Chandler and Dustin Poirier. You know, I think Jim Miller can sit back on his couch and see Charles Oliveira and think, yeah, you know, I, I did something to someone. I did something to him that you know, not not many people will do to him now, or maybe in the future. So hats off to Jim Miller. And let's hope he gets to UFC 300, Stuart, because he's, he's mentioned it again. Who who next for him? Who would you like to see? You know, I love I love posing these questions to you about, uh, you, know, you know, possible possible matches that could happen for him. And, uh, you know, hey, you only have to look at Glover to share a high up the weights. Anything, yeah. Any, anything, anything is possible, you know, if you've got the confidence. I think you know. you, 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 you've, you've got to sort of look at... Where Jim Miller is in his career, you're not going to give him anyone substantial, are you? Unless he really does go on a, on a, on a massive tear. Um, you know, he's he's won his last two fights. He's, he's he lost what one, I think, about a year ago, didn't he, to Joe Selecki, Um, Which you know he lost because Joe so Joe Selecki wrestled him and he couldn't get off the bottom. Which is one of them. You know, Joe Selecki is a new breed of sort of guys coming through. And um, if you're looking at who's next. Um, you know, Jim Jim Miller Stewart is a rank above one of your favourite fighters of all time. Clay, would you would you like to see that? They've already have they have they already fought. Yes, they have uh, fought once. But no, no, I'm not making up again. I'm all for it. I'm all for it. If my man Clay can like a in. like a legacy fight, yeah. wouldn't it be? It's it, it's it's that you put the term out a gatekeeper, don't you? You know, and I don't want to I don't want to encapsulate him as a gatekeeper, but it is it's going to be the young talent coming through, isn't it? You know they're going to be coming up against you know hardened veteran like Jim Miller, so I can kind of I can kind of understand it. And there's nothing wrong with that, Chris. If you want to, nothing wrong with it. No, you'd like to see it. You know, there's still there's still legends of the sport, and it's still good to see. If you want to turn it on this way with Stuart, there's a few Brits in this division. You know, Paddy Paddy Pimlet, who's obviously fighting. He's in. He's he's fighting obviously in March and the London card. You've got Mark DeKessy. Who's fighting? I think next month um, we've got our own Mason Jones. Um, he's in the division and he's not far away um, from Jim Miller. And you've got Chai Hart Hello, Chai Hart Herbert. He's mm. literally about four Darth. down from him. So Darth, you know, fellow Welshman, 
Mason you and make, Do you want to make I've, some? Do you want to make a name for yourself, uh, Jim Miller? If you're one of those Brits, yeah, would be absolutely. a good one to take. Yeah, absolutely fantastic from the veteran that is Jim Miller. Chris carries it on, carries it on, and as you say, as we're creeping ever closer to the three hundredth. He wants that. He definitely wants that. Yeah, I, I can see it as well. It's not far away. It won't be far no. away from at all. He's got plenty, plenty of uh, juice in the tank. There's no question. Oh, yeah. as, it, as we go forward, but yes, and we're gonna flip flop now. We're going back into the boxing, Chris, mm -hmm. and we've and we've got another boxer card. Not on box office. I've heard so many people moaning last week that it was on box office, but yes, and. Josh Taylor, so many people are saying he is the best British fighter. That's come from Steve Bunce and, you know, Johnny Nelson from Sky. Mm -hmm. um, but Catterall is undefeated himself, but it's just the calibre of people, you know, that Josh Taylor is for. Josh Taylor, this will be his sixth unbeaten fighter in a row. Catterall will be the sixth person he's fighting with an unbeaten record. So, yeah, I just... Taking, I everyone, taking everyone's O's then, isn't he? It, He's complete. He's complete. Defensive, you know, attack, aggress, aggressive. It's just, I just can't. It's he's gonna get. He's gonna put a whooping on him. And you know, it's in, it's in his home, it's home country, Glasgow as well, Chris. I just can't. You just can't look past him. I just can't. It's uh, no. There's no way. It's, it's Josh Taylor. It's Josh Taylor all the way on Saturday. And you know, it's like we were saying, Chris. It's um, he deserves this platform because previous fights. They're waiting for a platform to take him on, which I couldn't believe. You know, he's mm. got all the gold. He's got all the gold. But thankfully, you know, he's he's under boxer, top rank. And uh, it'll be on ESPN Plus again as well, which is, you know, they need the American market, don't they? Well, yeah. But at the end of the day, we spoke about this off camera. I, I feel like, you know, Josh Taylor needs, uh, you know, more investment in him. He, he, I mean, as you say, he's, 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 he's beaten undefeated people. He's got all the marbles. Mm. But yeah, you don't hear much about Josh Taylor. Uh, overlooked by the likes of Tyson Fury, Anthony Joshua, mm -hmm. you know, all the, the heavier ranks, the Canelos. But this guy here, UK, a UK fighter, and he's unified all the titles, but yet you don't hear enough about him. And I think that's that must be frustrating for Josh Taylor. You know, he's gone and done all these things. He went to America, didn't he, when his last fight there, beat you know, took another O off somebody, yet you should be, people should be banging on about him, but yet you don't hear much about him. This is the first time I've, I've heard about him since the last time we, we covered his, his fight completely, but last year, early last year, about this this time last yeah, year, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He fought, yeah, he did. I just, I, I just, it's, you're getting into that scenario again where, you know, it, I just can't see, I can't see, it's just not going <laughs> to, it's not going to happen, and that, I'm not mocking Jack Catterall, you know, he's been in with people like O'Hara Davis, you know, British fighter. Uh, Tyro Nurse, who's been around for years. I'm just trying to pick, pick some guys, pick some guys off the off the record. But, you know, the, the, the British European level sort of fighters. Whereas, you know, Josh Taylor, he'll go home and away. Obviously, he's at home this, this time around. But uh, it's just too good. He's just too complete. Uh, but then I've been hearing about welterweight, about him possibly going up. Because you know okay. he's going to run, he's going to run out of people, isn't he? In the next like you know year to eighteen months, probably you know injury permitting, if they can get the fights on. So yeah, that, that is the talk that he will go up to welterweight. So we who's know. A, who who's there for him in welterweight? Well, well, welterweight Connor Ben. You know I can't see Cal Brook. I can't see Cal Brook cutting to one four seven. I mean they they cut to one four nine, didn't they? They had that in the contract for Saturday. Mm -hmm. uh, but yeah, I think it's the only feasible option for him. Because he's going to run out of people. He's only thirty-one as well, Josh Taylor. No, he's still young. Then, there's time, he? there's time, mate. Yeah, I just, I just think he's going to run out of, he's going to run out of viable contenders in that division. So mm -hmm. that'll be good. You know, some more domestic fights for him higher up. You know, that that would be the progression. And I think he could do very well at well. There. Would you get immediately um, like a, a title shot? You know, like in the UFC, if you're a champion and you move they in might, a division, or you, they, might you... put him, they might put him in with someone first, maybe prior, and then then it'd be a title shot, wouldn't it? Just to like him dip his toes. So right, okay. yeah, you know, but that's it's it's just interesting to see. But uh, yeah, you know, Ben Shalom again, boxer. It's great to see boxer putting all these cards on. Brett Thomas, yes, nice. he's back. He's back. We, nice have to missed, see you, we, we have missed you, mate. Like, genuinely as well. We have missed you, mate. Hi, Stu and Chris. Logan Paul heading to WrestleMania, baby. Can't wait. Yes, I did see. I've not read too much on it, but I had seen. Yeah. So you're very happy about that, Brett. 
he's what doing about, um what about, doing jake? A... what about jake promoting i want to hear he's... your thoughts on jake promoting boxing I did. I did read somewhere that um, Arnold Schwarzenegger and uh, Logan Paul are doing at the World Slap Championships, like they're hosting it, not being in it. Obviously, they're hosting. Hey, it. it's obviously money in it. No, I don't know when you was on last week, guys. Yeah, but Chris, Chris has been scheduling like ahead of time. You know, you know, if you if you're following the pages and that, you'll you'll get alerts. So just keep keep an eye out on if you you're watching on YouTube, aren't you? As you always do. So just keep keep an eye out on your notifications, because Chris Chris will put Chris will schedule you see. And also, uh, Brett, all the links to everything that we do uh, are on our YouTube, um, below, you know, in the description. Yeah. Just click on one of the links, um, join our Twitter, our Facebook. You know, you'll you'll always find when we're when we go live. Um, it's just it's, it's weird with with YouTube. It just pops up when you you you're about to go live more so than when you sort of pre book it sort of thing. Absolutely. Jake is making boxing better. Eddie Earn eats his words. <laughs> I thought this I thought hey he, not, not with Canelo. He, he spoke he spoke well in the promoting aspect. I said this to Chris. No, uh, I don't I don't necessarily agree with him uh, as a fighter, as you know, Brett. I know we're total poles apart on that. But yeah, no, he he, he told he spoke well in that press conference the other week, to be fair to the bloke, but I gotta be fair to him because I give him a lot of stick. Uh, but yeah, hope you're well, mate. Hope you're uh, hope you're good. And uh, yeah, Chris, anything else before we move on? No, it's it's good to see you, Brett. Um, but that regards to not not sort of seeing us when we're live, like I say, click on the links in the description below, and you'll you'll always know when we're going live or what day it'll be if it's easier for you. Absolutely, he's going again. I heard Ed, Eddie slagging Frank Warren off. Then he's doing promoting with him. Eddie admitted that it's down to him that the female fighter is at that standard. Yeah, but hey, it's money, it's money, Brett, isn't it? You know, they'll, they'll slag one another off. Yeah. If it, if it makes business sense, they're gonna they're gonna combine, and you know, there's gonna be stuff that they're gonna have to. Like if it, if it's gonna be Usyk, um, Usyk and Fury later on, obviously, um, and obviously White White is still in Matchroom, so they've got to cross promote, mate, because they're all they're, they're in different promotions. Thanks, guys. I hope you're both well too. Yeah, I'm really good. Really good, thanks. Good to hear from oh, you, bro. Can't really good complain. Yeah, you. it's good to have you back, mate. Yeah, we have. We've missed you, mate. We've bloody missed you. Good luck. All right. Do you want to move on to you, Tom? Yeah. You, Tom, off Fury. So, do you want to jump into Here Fury? Here we go. Yeah. So, yes, allegedly the 23rd of April for this one. Finally, Chris, Dillian White gets his gets his match. He gets his match. Finally, been waiting for this. Obviously. Lost his mandatory, got it back from Povetkin, defeated him after being, you know, after losing to him, as we've said many, many times. Mm. And uh, yes, finally, and it's on domestic shores. It's at Wembley Stadium, one of the most iconic stadiums in the world. So yeah, just absolutely made up. Um, I don't think it's there's only one outcome of this. You know, yeah. Wilder, Wilder's a heavy hitter. White is heavy, um, but yeah. He's fought the heaviest hitter in in uh, heavyweight boxing and, and taken really his punches. Uh, yeah, and I, and I love White and I love White and what he stands for. But I just think it's a, it's a step it's step above. It's a, it's elite levels, isn't it? It's these elite levels that we talk about across across the combat sports, Chris. With regard to Tyson Fury, yeah. Um, but as you say, it is good to see Dillian White getting you know getting his title shot. And you know, yeah, he may not beat Tyson Fury, but at least he's got in there and he's. he's had what he's he's owed sort of thing because he's been owed this title shot hasn't he for a long time so yeah it'd be good I, I you know I mean you just feel for him because it's Tyson Fury on the other end you know that he has to fight and anyone else maybe he would have a better fight with Dante Wilder if it was Wilder you know because they're I, both heavy eaters um, it will because, be it, it'll make sense further down the line that one definitely no no two ways about it but yeah Fury 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 wins this um you know unless somehow he he, he just magically knock out Tyson Fury but if Dante Wilder can't I can't see Dillian White knocking him out and then obviously we can see then where Fury goes between Joshua and Music whenever that ever sort of gets made and hopefully that gets sort of announced you know in and around this fight so they can get these checked off and we can have the, the mega fight then whoever it may be I'm glad because you know April and then you can get inside the autumn then can't you they can come out again you know mm -hmm. like late late autumn maybe um so yeah, no, it's it's just it's it's just fury when he starts when he's been calling him white feathers. Mm. Come on, white feathers! But then he's coming off. He's off social media now until May. Yeah, so, I did he, so he says. So he says. So 
Yeah, just wants to focus. I think yeah, it makes sense to, though, doesn't it? He'd be ready. He'd be ready to go now. I reckon. In all honesty, yeah. I think he's primed and ready to go, isn't he? And I think it's probably it's probably good for Dillian White that he's gone off social media, so he's not uh, destroying him with the mind games like you know he's very good at doing anyway. So yeah, it, I can say it's good for White, but it's just unfortunate that he's going to run into the the best in the world, which which is Tyson Fury currently. Absolutely, and uh, you know there's so many when you, when we talk about the five guys there that are in and around that area, there's plenty of fights to be made, and uh, yeah, they've got to get them done. They've got to get them done, and also you know White is going to earn a lot of money. Off the back of this, he's only getting a twenty percent of the purse, but he's getting eight million, which you know it'll be his highest, it'll be his uh, highest amount. Won't he's say got, no to so. eight million. And it, it's not bad, twenty percent, is it, Chris? No, with the purse, with the purse, purse being forty odd million. Eight million, eight million, isn't it? It's yeah. it's still a good whop. Uh, yeah, yeah, because it was Witterings that he wasn't happy about that, but he's getting a nice chunk of change. Yeah, but yeah, Chris. There we go. And it is meant to be April the 23rd, so they're saying, at Wembley. Finally, Fury is back home on domestic shores. So, yeah, we look forward to that. And, Chris, anything else to add? No, um, I, I look forward to watching it. Like you say, this is the first time in how long has Fury fought in the UK? I can't remember the last time. When was the last time he fought in the UK? I'm trying to think. It might be um, it would be when he was over, when he was fighting. It might, might have been Belfast, you know. When he was first coming back, was it Pianetta he fought? Because he's he's been over there every single time, hasn't he? Yeah. With with, with Wilder. And then Tom Swartz he fought in the States as well. So I'm I'm thinking it might be like it might be a good three or four years now, you know. It's strange for a fighter that's you know from the UK it's not just, to be I know the money's over there, isn't it? I think a lot of it is to do with Bob Aaron being involved as well over in mm. the States. A lot of that, you know, they they know it'll they know it'll draw over there. But yeah. We look forward to that, Chris. And now we're going to move on to the Russian stall back in action. A renamed opponent as Benil Darius has pulled out, which I'm a bit gutted about. Benil yeah. Darius, yeah. he's been doing, you know, he's been doing fantastic. Twenty-one and four, Darius, but we don't get that. But it's Bobby Green, Chris, back in action after you know he's only just fought recently, very Last recently. Weekend, yeah. But it's a one-sixty catch weight. I was reading this one, and obviously you can see it in the graphic as well there. Chris, I'm going to roll it over to you this one. Well, I, actually, I'm going to throw you some questions before we sort of break it down and uh, give it a good analyse. Um, you know, do you feel like... I, I, I feel like this is a hard fight for Bobby Green. Bobby Green looked fantastic uh, the other weekend. He, his movement, his head movement was sublime. It, it was beautiful. His striking was crisp. He, you know, it was, like, it was like a really talented boxer, uh, you know. And he was very cocky and arrogant about it, but not, you know wasn't getting caught with the arrogancy. He was just using it, and it was the flair of him was brilliant. The thing is, when you're facing Makachev Stewart, who is Khabib 2.0 and a monster on the ground, isn't going to stand and bang with Bobby Green. And I don't feel like Bobby Green's got a fantastic uh, wrestling takedown defence, which thinks that this fight could be over very quickly, which is just... It's a Speaking shame on um, ESPN about it, and they made out Green was not bad with takedown defenses. Yeah, but you've, no, no, was that, no, not, was... not this le- not at this level. Yeah. He's going in. I was reading that, and I was thinking it's not he's great. Get... It's not great. He's, gra- he's a master grappler, Makachev. So there's only one way this is going. Like you know, he's either going to sub him or he's going to you know do what Khabib did, where he he'd go go for a few strikes as well. You know, yeah, you know, you, I could see it happening. I don't think I, I. I think Bobby Green, when it comes to the stand-up, I mean, I think Makachev's got better stand-up than Khabib. Don't get me wrong; he's yeah. a lot more polished. But when you, you, you're looking at Bobby yeah. Green, it's Bobby Green's very, very polished on, yeah. on the striking game. Just, so just would it be down. wise? Yeah, I think it would be. Just and it'd be a submission. Down, it'd be you submit yeah. him out. I think it'll be a TKO. But the question I've got for you is, right? So this fight against Darius was meant to be a, a title eliminator. Yes, absolutely. Big, big you, uh, stakes, high stakes. Do you feel now, because it's Bobby Green, does Makachev deserve the next the next fight against whoever wins out of Chandler and Oliveira? It's through no fault of his own. At the end of the day, I think you know he has to be the next in line. Uh, he can't. Yeah, he's got to be. And if he has a good outing, you know, if he really is amazing against him, you know, and he you know makes a statement, I think you've got it. You've got to you've got to give him that title shot, Chris. You know, and Dana White, they know this guy is money, don't they? They know. Oh. They know the caliber. They know the caliber of him in, in, I, in a grappling sense. I like the poster as well, though. By the way, Stuart, I thought it was really yeah, good. Yeah, it's good. It's good. You know, um, considering it's all last minute. 
Yeah, it's just a shame it isn't Darius. I think Darius would have really, really tested him. Um, I don't know. I don't know how well he would have tested him because I think Makachev is steadily moving up to the elite level, yet to fight an elite level fight. You know, we need to see that test. I think Bobby Green isn't really going to test him unless you know Makachev decides he wants to beat him, beat him at his own game, which I don't think Makachev's going to do. Like, um, you know, Khabib, as you say, he did like to throw punches now and again. but, you know, he wasn't stupid enough to hang in there too long to get caught. Um, you saw that against Conan and you saw it against uh, Dustin um, and against uh, Justin as well. Um, he did stand with them for a, a tiny bit. But, you know, you just don't mess around with people that can put, you know, punch your lights out. If you're ground game, you're going to take them to the ground and that's where you're going to utilise all your, your, your power. Um, but, yeah, I, I, I understand what you say with the back of Jeff next in line. Um, yeah. I think it still has to stand, regardless. Yeah, it's, it's just a shame. It's, it's, oh, it's yeah, a shame, it, it? we've been waiting. We've been looking forward to it, them two getting it on. Like, you know, uh, it's just a shame that Darius, you get so close. Yeah. And then, yeah. then something like this just scuppers it. You bet you've had your camp. You know, he probably felt amazing in the camp, didn't he? But I'll tell you what, going back to Bobby Green, Chris, he's had a lot of fights, hasn't he? Mm. He's 29, 20, 29 and 12 and one draw. He's fought in Strike Force. Don't forget, uh, prior yeah. to uh, UFC, yeah. when UFC merged with Strike Force, he was one of them that came came along with the show. Um, you know, a very sellable fighter is Bobby Green. He's you know he's he's very outspoken. Like I say, he's very slick with his striking, um, and he's got better and better. You know, um, it's just a shame. Like I say, he's running into someone like Makachev, but the balls for him to actually go in and do it because I, I reckon a lot of fighters were asked before Bobby Green, and they all said no, and he's the only one that said yes. So. You know, I mean, you've got to take your hat off for someone to have the balls to go and fight Makachev. Absolutely. Absolutely. We look forward to that. Yet yeah, another Vegas card on the weekend again, Chris. And are we, are we going to come into the uh, new news now? Yeah. The latest, well, I, the latest I sent, mate, do you want to take the lead on this one? I sent you this the other day, didn't I? Yeah. And uh, it, it just sort of whepped my appetite with this. Like the, the whole fight's on this card. Um, absolutely brilliant. I'm going to take the. the, the text down here because it's in the way of all of it but look at that the uh, Glover Gisera versus Projekka you've got Oliveira versus Chandler and you've got not Chandler sorry Oliveira versus Keiichi Chandler versus Ferguson um what can't you not love about the fights that are there in front of you Chandler and Ferguson just looking at that bar by they'll be trading barbs in that cage I, I, I and I think it's a reasonable fight for Ferguson because you saw with uh, Chandler and Gaethje, even though that was an incredible fight, and Chandler gets a bit bored, doesn't he, and starts going a bit wild. Where Ferguson can do the same as well. Um, obviously, Ferguson needs this win here because um, yeah, yeah. big pressure. He's, he's on. He's on a really bad spiral, hasn't he? The last the last couple of fights. Um, I think the whole Chandler fight when he. When he, had, he was the number one against Khabib, and Khabib got injured, you know, and the whole carry on with Khabib and Ferguson never, you know, could quite get it together because one of them was ever getting injured or they were ever getting sick. Um, and after that, you know, he did fight Chandler, and Chandler d- destroyed him on the feet, didn't he? And he's never been the same mm-hmm. since that fight. Um, but what I'm saying is, he needs this fight. To, he needs to win this fight against Chandler to be to make any sort of move up the division. And I think if he beats Chandler. I feel like it's a great fight with him and Conor McGregor. It's right there to be had because the momentum will be on his side then. I feel like the winner of Chandler and Ferguson faces Conor McGregor in this. Uh, well, unless somehow he gets a title shot, which I really hope he doesn't. But I think that the winner of Ferguson and Chandler is mm-hmm. Conor McGregor. I feel that makes more sense out of all the fights. Absolutely. And then, then obviously we go to Gaethje and Charles Oliveira. It's such a hard fight to sort of to think what, you know, where, where, who can win and where will this go? Because, you know, Chandler's not bad on the ground, you know, and he's not that easy to take down. Yes, okay, Khabib take, t- took him down, but Khabib's Khabib and Khabib takes everyone down. Charles Oliveira's takedown isn't exactly menacing. And, and you know, the, if you've got a good, good takedown defense, you, you can sort of stop him and, and snuff a lot of his takedowns. But the thing is, as you saw against Dustin Poirier, you see he likes to take that back and he can jump on your back like a snake and he's there, got you, and he, he can get in that rear naked choke. I talk, we talk about Gaethje many times. The the striking aspect, he's mental and he's crazy. He's got a lot of power. Those calf kicks he does destroy legs. And I feel like, again, the calf kicks against uh, Charles Oliveira could be very key for him to win this fight. If he chews up that leg, then he's going to struggle for any sort of takedown submission sort of thing. 
And then, you know, Tizero Prochetka, I don't even know yeah. where I'd even start with this one because Glover Tizero, this amazes me, you know, that he's here. He's a champion. He's 40-odd. He just beat Jan Blachowicz against. Now he's facing one of the probably most scariest people in like heavyweight in Jan Prochetka. Um, but you, you can't count out Glover Teixeira sneaking his one, Stuart. Taking the punishment from Prochetka and somehow getting him on the ground and submitting him. You can't, can you? Wiley, the Wiley veteran, you know. Yes. Quite, quite the, uh, you know, quite the victory when he when he got the title as well. It was great. It's great. Well, you know, just goes to show, doesn't it? Full circle, full circle. So, yeah, that card is just ridiculous. I couldn't believe it when you sent it me the other night. I know. I didn't, that, I didn't just, see it come in. That's blockbuster. That's a blockbuster card. That's just amazing. Amazing. They're putting great, on great some booking. really great, hard cards, aren't they? Great booking. Fantastic. You can't, you know, that's, that's what the fans want right there. You've got a bit of everything across them three fights as well. The styles. So, yeah, you yeah, have. That's, that's, that's what we want. We want the mixture, don't we? We want the styles that make the fights, as uh, Dana White says. Styles make fights. They do. And, um, you know, it's interesting to see because, obviously, we'll know by the weekend who Charles and um, Gates should be fighting next, whoever mm-hmm. wins their title. So we'll know. You know, if we if we're really going to push it here, we say Makachev will fight. You know, Abigail or Oliveira. So straight away, it's a very interesting fight to see where that goes. Obviously, Chandler Ferguson. I, I'm telling you now, that fight is for Conor McGregor to fight the winner of. Yeah, um, I just it think suits, it makes sense. It suits McGregor as well. It's yeah. it's going to be it's going to be a strike fest. It's more it, it'd be better it'd be better for him, I think. But I still think I still think they're going to have too much for him personally. But. It's I a think bit more Ferguson standing, maybe not, you know. standing fight. Do you think he could? Do you think he could hurt Ferguson? I, I find a lot of people can't hurt Ferguson. Stuart, he you, you, know, you, know, you know what I mean, though. Like you, you take shots, but it's just um, yeah, know. possibly, possibly. You know what? It, I think it's a, a better fight than the Chandler fight because Chandler, if he doesn't like the striking ratio, can take Connor down. Don't forget, yeah, he's, he's a very good grappler, um, and he can use that to his will. And um, I go back. I go back to when Chad when he fought Chad Mendes. You know, in mm. that when when Connor and Chad Mendes, you know, like very similar fighters, very similar. He had him, he had him down, mate, and he was struggling, wasn't he? He was getting the he was getting the shots, and there was some times I was, I was sinking for him a little bit in that fight. I know he, he came he came through it, like, but uh, I thought he's struggling here on it on the ground. He like yeah, massively. You saw he it. Put, you saw he it. put him in problems. He put problems in, in the elbows and stuff. So. Yeah, I can't wait. Can't wait for that car, Chris. It's not that far away. It's not that'll be soon. That'll be here before we know it. Yeah, but not only is that fight, Stuart, next week's fight is the big one. Jorge Masvidal, Kobe Capitan. And we'll get to that. We'll get to that on Monday because we have a special guest on Monday. Um, Lee McGeary is with us um, about half five. I think we're doing it at me uh, this time next Monday, really. Um, so the questions obviously we want to know is what would Lee McGeary think of the, the, the Kobe Covington and Masvidal as a fighter? I mean, I mean Stuart, yeah. I, obviously I don't want to break into it too much because I want to talk about it next week, but you've got to be excited for this. I said when, when we were previewing the four cards that have been announced, and that is still the one. You've got title fights in the other three, and that is the one. That is the one, like we said, like the beef. The beef is, uh, I, I just don't want them hugging and kissing at the end of it. Like, you know, we've seen that. We saw that with Carl and Brooke all this years of animosity to sell a fight, but really what what is what are their thoughts really? But that's after the fight, isn't it? You've gone to battle. I can kind of understand there's the respect, respect after, all, yeah. there's a respect value after it. I get that. I'm not knocking them, but yeah, this uh you know when you talk about not getting on those two they're the two. They've been very quiet, though. Have you not noticed? I haven't seen uh, much. To be fair, you bringing that up, yes. Considering we're getting close, there's normally... They're, they're well, they ramp it up focusing. now. Do they ramp, yeah. They've got to ramp it up, haven't they? They've yeah. got to sell this fight now, haven't they? Everyone yeah. would rather watch this in a title fight currently because we know the beef. Um, you know you say about the Kristen Hogan after the fight. Taron, um, sorry, um Usman and Covington did that when they last fought. Yeah, and then, yeah. And then, yeah, but then Covington dissed him straight after, and, and the yeah. fight, you know, conference, conference. You like either hate him or love him, make your decision. <laughs> but that's what Coven, Covington's very sly, isn't he? So that's yeah. what it's like. But yeah, yeah, it's part. Oh my, I can't wait. I can't. I think Covington, though. I just think, yeah. I just think right. um, that you know who, who he's been in with. You know, he took Usman. 
He took Usman close, as we saw, wow. you know, more recently. And then Jorge could, could have won the fight. Could have uh, won the fight. And I love Jorge. I love Jorge. And I love like when you know he was winning all them fights, and he was doing you know he had fantastic. You know he's made a lot of money. There's no question he's mm. drawn. He's drawn another name. It's a name value, isn't it? Ahead of anything else, uh, the guy can sell. Good talker. You know, I like I like his style. I I, I want my heart. My heart is Master Dalfa. Head is saying Covington. See, whoever wins this, though, Stuart, yeah, they can't get a title shot because they both fought Usman twice yes. in the last in the last eighteen months. Yes. So, what really does this fight do other than money? No, really, realistically, I obviously we yeah, want to see it though. We want yeah, to see no, it. I'm not though. saying I don't want to see it, but it's, it's, realistically, where do they go? Yeah, yeah, it's it's a rock and a hard place in terms of booking, and yeah, title title shot won't happen. So you're kind of yeah. waiting, you know, waiting in between. You take a fight after this. But who you know who's the opponent going to be? So yeah, we look forward to that, Chris. <laughs> yeah, I can't I wait. We're getting up for that one. I, we'll might, be getting I, might, up. I might stay up. I, I never know. You will. I know. I know yeah. you will. You'll be up. You'll be up watching that one. There's no question. Anything else before we close out? Well, we had. I, I feel like a, a person comment, but I couldn't say I understand mm-hmm. a single bean. But you know, it's still, still, still Russian, still Russian font, and you know with the. the, the Current affairs at the moment over there in Russia and Ukraine. I don't know what's happened. It's mixed mixed messages. That might be a message for Putin, but we've had that on this show. <laughs> Could you imagine? Yeah, I can't. We can't decipher that. But if you can understand the English, maybe write write something else in before we before we leave it. Yeah, there's a. There's yeah, a we, we we only know the English. So. There's a message in there somewhere. But yeah, that's it. But uh, yeah, Chris, what's happening? Anything happening? Anything yeah. you want to talk about before we go? Not live. I think we've covered everything. Obviously, I don't want to go into too much of the next week's fight because I think we've got a big conversation to have with you and me and Liam about the whole situation. Yeah, so. just save it. Yeah, we can save yeah. it. Um, to say. I don't think no, I've got nothing else on, Stuart. Um, just uh, enjoying now the last couple of days before I have to go back to work after, after having a week off, which is always, as you know, Stuart is a kicking the balls. I go off and you, I, yeah, I go back and you go off. Yeah, the Monday, the Monday's always the day, isn't it? When you go the back blues. in, you're yeah. like thinking to yourself, oh, I can't be bothered with this. But then once you get, once you get in, you're all right. You're just all right. Crack on, it's just you? that initial thing, isn't it? Mm. <laughs> on the Sunday night, oh yeah. my God, I've got to go back tomorrow. Everyone the feels anxiety. the same. Yeah. Everyone yeah. feels the same. Like, that, that's just, that's, that's commonplace to everybody, isn't it? But uh, oh, yeah. yeah, but yeah, Fantastic! You just can't wait. There's so much. There's so much across MMA and boxing. It's it's unreal. We're getting we're getting stellar stuff week week in week out at the moment, aren't we, Chris? After you know, quiet period after Christmas. It's mm. uh, it's good. It's good to have all these high caliber matches, and uh, I'm looking forward to Josh Taylor. I think he's really gonna he's gonna put a whooping on Casserole. We're gonna see another good performance, and you know that'll be six undefeated fighters that he's beaten in, in, a, in a row. Um, but yeah, I just think he's going to get to a point where he's going to have to go up. And he, he, I think he knows that he's got to go up to Welter. Does he Does he drop his belts if he, he has to go up? It's 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 a new six scenario, isn't it? You know, you go up. Great show as always. When's the merch coming out? <laughs> I need something. I need to have a word with some people about that, actually. But yeah, I know you'll have you'll have a vest, Isaac, for the gym. You'll want a vest, not a t-shirt. A vest with a st- kind of Stella in his hand. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I agree with you. Josh Taylor's an immense fighter, um, but it's like it, like I say, we've always said about this. It's weird in boxing when you have to fight the they're not so fighters though they're elite that really give you the buzz, but obviously you have to fight who's in front of you. Um, I'd be interested to see what he's like at Walter Wait, as you say, there's big guns the up there. So let's see, let's see what the numbers are after this, because this is on Sky Sports main event and arena this week. Mm-hmm. So, you know, after after him pulling a million for Eubank Jr., I think they're getting they're really there's there's good traction now with, with, with Sky again, you know. Um considering it's early into boxes for Ray into it and having the you know the, the deal with Sky. I think um, I just I just like Ben Shalom. You know when they interview him after the fights and that they mm-hmm. interviewed him at various times. Um, it's just it's great. It's great because you know my worry was when Matchroom left, what was going to happen. But you know we get the top rank we get top rank events on Sky as well, don't we? So we get all the big American cards. When are we going to build up to the Katie Taylor fight? That'll be coming. That'll be coming. Yeah, against uh, Serrano. Yes, we will give that we'll give that a good uh, good bit of coverage, Isaac. That will be happening. Uh you could come on with this if you want. 
You yeah, can why come not? on with this. You can come on with this. I'd like, like to hear your your uh, your take on that one. So yeah, yeah, we'll hold you to that, Isaac. You can get on for the Katie Taylor and Serrano fight. You know a cheeky chinwag about it first, yeah. Yes, I do absolutely. But yeah, interesting. I mean, I want I want Brett in that as well because obviously Serrano is a Jake Jake Paul sort yeah. of um, you know groupie, isn't he? Isn't she sorry, so. I'd like to see what he thinks. He's probably going to go for Serrano because of Jake Paul, but you know, make a good little debate, wouldn't it? Absolutely. So, yeah, this has been episode 47 of Powerful.tv Big Fight Weekly. Also, you can subscribe for $7.99 to Powerful.tv. Uh, more promotions, more wrestling coming on board. There's plenty of shows coming on. It's thick and fast now with events in, in wrestling, especially in the UK. So, yeah, $7.99 a month. And plenty of content for you. Uh, just get that one in before we go. And Chris, oh, any, also, anything yeah. else? Well, also, all our links to Big Fight Weekly is in the description below. TikTok, to Twitter, to Instagram, to Facebook, both Powered 4 and our own um, YouTube channels. Um, you know, if we want to continue the conversation, click on one of those links and subscribe to us. Thank you very much. If you've got Apple Podcasts, if you've got Spotify, if you've got Google Podcasts, if you use an unknown podcast app, we'll be there. If you want to listen to us after in audio form. Uh, I was a bit later loading it up last week because of work, but a day or two after or even the day off, it gets loaded up. So, you know, if you like it in audio form, on the go, on the move, you know, we're, we're, we're there as well. Just put Big Fight Weekly into your podcast provider because we're, we're looking to expand on that as well. Uh, I, I, why are you actually bring it up? I admit, uh, well, as to our fans, I may have some news about that maybe next episode. Yes, lovely. I'm having news, a, bit, a, a little yeah. announcement. That'll be good. That'll be good to uh, give the old breaking news on that one, Chris. Absolutely. So, yes, this has been episode 47 of Powerful.tv Backfight Weekly. Big Fight Weekly, buddy. Hell, Backfight. 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 Big Fight Weekly. And we'll see you on Monday. We've got special guest Liam McGeary on the show. So, yeah, we'll be finding out about him and the gym that he set up in Hawaii over the last many months now, really, since we last had him on. And we'll be getting his opinion, as Chris said, on the latest fights that are coming up. Obviously, Covington and Mansadal. Yeah. So, yeah, that'll be interesting. So, yeah, yeah. we'll have them on for the full episode. It's not just a fight of focus interview. It'll be the whole the whole nine yards. With Liam McGeary returning, former Bellator champion. So, there we go. And we'll see you on Monday. See you on Monday. Sports Social Podcast Network. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.